0: is Luke 11 verses one through four. He was praying in a certain place and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, "'Lord, teach us to pray.' As John taught his disciples, he said to them, "'When you pray, say, "'Father, hallowed be your name. "'Your kingdom come. "'Give us each day our daily bread "'and forgive us our sins For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning. Right now, according to the lectionary, I am supposed to be preaching about a man living in a cemetery, Possessed by a thousand demons running around naked like a crazy man. Because we all know how it is. On Mother's Day, you get those sweet, beautiful verses. Her children rise up and call her blessed. A good woman is a blessing to behold. And what do guys usually get on Father's Day? a lunatic running around naked in a cemetery. Thankfully, because of the series on the Lord's Prayer that I've been preaching, that's not going to happen today. So to all the men here, you're welcome. And and besides, we've come to a portion of this prayer that is perfect for Father's Day, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Those words actually describe a whole lot of fathers that I have met through the years. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this prayer, this life-changing, this world-quaking, this incredible, awesome prayer that you gave as gift, as challenge, and as hope. Bless us as we seek to grow in our understanding. Bless us as we seek to grow in our walk with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Memories are there. You can't help it. They're there. There are days, entire days in my life, it's like I'm reliving it. I I am there again. And I remember and I celebrate or I weep or I do both. There are moments... With in, in days, they're a part of my memory now. That won't ever leave. N- memories with other people bind us together. They build community. I'm praying that y'all will have some amazing experiences as a group, as pairs, as triplets, as quadruplets. I'm not sure what all that means, but I hope you get it. Memories that will stick with you the rest of your life. I hope the the, the impact you make and the faces you see as a result of your work and the words that you hear will remain forever with you. You know, I remember a time where I was in a room with a group of friends of mine. They were groomsmen. And my dad, the pastor, walks in. He's fully robed, dressed like I am, has the stole on. I was five minutes from getting married, and my pulse jumped 30 points. I could not forget that memory even if I wanted to. I don't. Sissy may want to, but I don't. I remember a day chasing trains with a friend of mine. Incredibly dangerous, yes. Young enough not to care, yes! It was a wonderful day. Included a 27-mile bike ride. I could actually do that one time in my life. An amazing day. I remember the day my sister was trying to take a picture of a donkey. This was back in the day when we actually had cameras. Not like today where we have cell phones where everybody uses them except for making phone calls. But she was, she was so slow to get something in focus, and this donkey was moving toward her, had drugs hanging down both sides on a cobbled street. It was a perfect picture. And she gets that camera up there and she starts doing this, and she takes so long that the donkey's right next to her passing her when she's ready to take the shot. Now get this in your mind. She backs up. <laughs> And she tries all this focusing again and the donkey's right here when she's take ready. To, I don't know if she ever got that picture or not. She kept backing up. I'll never forget it. Tell that story around my family and that sense of community is already there. We all know this story. We were there. It binds us together. Wasser. That one word, the German word for water, would make my other sister roll her eyes into the back of her head. Doesn't mean a thing to y'all. But it's another part of our story shared that binds us together. The day Sissy's brother returned a movie while Sissy and I waited in the car. Doesn't mean anything to y'all. Sissy and I know that story, and we'll laugh our heads off, and you'll never hear that story. Changing brake pads with my dad on a 65 Mustang. And his horrible choices for picnic places, my goodness! Who chooses a parking garage for a picnic? He did! And the gas fumes were nauseating. Shooting single-action 22s with my dad right beside me, making traps for my mom. Every time she opened my bedroom door, water would fall on her, pillows would come slamming into the side of her head. You know, good fun and a certain bird blessing her as birds sometimes do. There are so many moments locked in my mind and throughout the memories. All the times my dad tried to teach me right from wrong. Now, I will be the first to admit He was a much better teacher than I was a student. But it never stopped him from trying. There are still times in my life when I'll hear myself say something or think something, and immediately what comes to mind is, See, Dad? I was listening. He was doing what a lot of dads do. He was teaching me lessons with words so I wouldn't have to learn those lessons the hard way. He was trying to keep me away from temptation and the destruction that evil causes. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Consider this. Every step we take is a step into the presence of temptation. Every moment of every day, you and I face endless choices, between belief and unbelief, between obeying God and going our own way, doing our own thing, or doing things God's way. The world we live in is a very, very dangerous world. It's physically dangerous. Volcanoes, fires, floods, earthquakes, accidents, disease, death. Y'all are from Ohio. God tries to kill you every winter. (laughs) And yet you persevere in faith. It's physically dangerous. You can't live in a climate like that if you don't know what you're doing. You have to be taught. You have to learn. It's an intellectually dangerous world. There is no right or wrong, even truth is relative. Everybody has an opinion. Just spend 30 seconds on TikTok and you'll know that. Our understanding of what it means to be a community is eroding. Justice here, but not here. Our world is emotionally dangerous. We live in a world with cares and griefs so deep that our souls are scarred. Think of the images you've seen on the TV screens just in the last two weeks. They'll break your heart. Envy, hate, greed, jealousy, these are uh, uh, only a few of the things on a very long list of emotions that shrivel the human spirit. because every step we take is a step into the presence of temptation. And then when it comes to temptation, we know just how weak we are. We know our track record. We know how often we have been tested and how often we have passed those tests and, more likely, how often we have failed. Those tests. You know, I learned this morning that Jeremiah makes good decisions. I mean, he chose his girlfriend. He chased her and chased her until she caught him. But we also know that not all of our choices have been wise or godly. We know the choices we've made would do anything but please, God. And so we know that if we don't have God as refuge, as shelter, if we don't have God as divine protector, then we are in some serious trouble. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, please walk with us in this dangerous world. God, please protect us as we walk into the challenges of life. God, please, please don't let me get into a situation that will ruin me. Be my rock. Be my fortress. Be my shelter, my covering. I love the way one blogger put it. He said, when it comes to the Lord's Prayer, think of boot camp. Our Father in Heaven, we have authority as God's children. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, you are in charge. Thy kingdom come. Lord, you give the orders. Thy will be done. I will submit to your orders daily bread everyone knows an army marches on its stomach forgive us as we forgive have you ever considered the fact you all know how hard forgiveness is sometimes it's easy but sometimes forgiveness can be the second hardest ministry And work of the Holy Spirit in our lives there are some people that have done such harm and such hurt to you that to forgive them is impossible without the work of the Holy Spirit so when you forgive those people you are putting the power of God on full display other people will come to you and say how were you able to do that and say I wasn't. It was God in me. It was God showing up and showing off. By the way, the hardest ministry requiring the work of the Holy Spirit, redemption. Because you can forgive someone and and honestly say, but now I don't want to have anything to do with you. And they are truly forgiven? You, you have released them from any responsibility, but you're also free to say, I don't want anything else to do with you. But the ministry of, of reconciliation, of redemption, that's where you not only say, I forgive you, requiring all the Holy Spirit, but then you say, now let's hang out together and see what God can do with this new thing, this new relationship. You say, I forgive you, and I welcome you back into my life. That is so much harder. So much harder. No temptation, away from trespasses. Deliver us from all the enemies that would ambush us and try to destroy us. I mean, think of the people who were tested in Scripture. I think of Job and all he endured. Abraham being commanded by God to plunge a knife into his son's heart. Not exactly ideal for a Father's Day message, is it? Paul and its thorn in the flesh, Daniel and the lion's den, Jesus tempted in the wilderness and tested. How were they so victorious in the face of such overwhelming trial and temptation? The answer for them is also the answer for us. God wants their highest love. Now, my regular church folk know this, but i got a new audience from from Ohio. So, uh, Sissy and I were driving down the road one day, and she asked me, Do you love me? I so, said, well, of course I do. And I gave her all the reasons. And, oh, I was feeling real good about myself. I said, good job, boy. I couldn't, I couldn't bend my far enough to pat myself on the back, but I would have done it if I could have done it. And I, I'd been set up because she wasn't willing to stop there. No, no, no. She followed with, how do you know you love me? And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and all of a sudden, all under its own power, my my hand started reaching for the door handle because it was safer to jump out of the car going 75 miles an hour than it was to get the answer to this question wrong. And I was there, and I was about to pull on it, when all of a sudden, thank you, Holy Spirit, the answer came to me. How do I know I love you? Because you are my first thought. If anything good happens to me, the first person I want to tell is Sissy. My first thought is to, I can't wait to tell, her. anything bad happens. Again, same thing, my first thought, I've got to tell Sissy about this. That's how I know and that's how they were able to pass all these incredible trials, these tests, these temptations, because God was their highest love. They put God first in everything. Whenever they encountered life and all of its challenges, God was their first thought lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil is a prayer. Be my first thought. Be my highest love. You know, a man stood up in church every week and he prayed, Lord, clean up the cobwebs in my life. After listening to him pray this prayer every week for months, An older woman of faith finally stood up and prayed, Lord, I want to thank you for cleaning out the cobwebs in my brother's life. But Lord, would you save him a lot of time and trouble and just kill the spider? When God is our highest love, We kill the spider of temptation. To all you fathers who have tried to lead others away from temptation, away from the evil that threatens us, may you hear your child say the words I speak often. See, Dad? I was listening. A Father's love, our Father's love, our first thought, our highest love, and our greatest strength against all temptation. Amen.